Thank you for downloading the NY Balls podcast. If you'd like to contact the authors of this podcast, Andrew Schwartz and Brian Schwartz, please email us at ny.balls.podcast at gmail.com. Another episode of the NY Balls podcast. This is Andrew Schwartz uh, with Brian Schwartz. How you doing, Brian? Very well. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, we're back uh, for week two of the NFL season. Uh, we're going to go over all the games, go over some of the games from last week, uh, pick the lines, and give our predictions. Um, so it was an interesting week uh, for the first week of the season, I thought that uh, that there's a lot of games that went people, the way people thought and a lot of games that didn't, which I guess happens most weeks. <laughs> get, get out of town. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. I mean, there, there's, you know, I guess it's the first week. It's tough. I'm not even talking about the lines. I'm just talking about general matchups. Um, so real quick, uh, a quick refresher. Uh, Brian and I both went uh, six and eight with two pushes last week. Um, with picking the, Hell yes. picking the game against the spread. And we each actually had, I believe, we had eight differences, which means the games we picked, uh, the, the the regular game, the games we had in common, we did pretty terrible. <laughs> but well, uh, We were even. We were yeah, even. yeah, which, yeah, I don't know. Could be better. But um, for our best bets, Brian hit both his favorites, uh, his favorite and his underdog. Um, I got my favorite, but I missed my underdog. Yeah, Brian, pat on the back, a little clap. Thank you. Always got to be better, I understand. Um, and uh, Brian did beat me uh, with actually picking the lines last week. He killed me, as usual. So, um, yeah, so with that said, I think we're just going to jump right in. Uh, Brian, what do you got for the first game of week two? First game, I believe we have my uh, underdog lock of the week from last week, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, yes. who came through for me big time. They are traveling to Tennessee. To play the Titans. Very good game. Good one o'clock. A lot of good games. And again, a couple clunkers this week. But Yeah. But those clunkers uh, are made those clunkers are tough to pick. They're they're the worst to pick. Like say you take Cleveland over Tampa Bay as your eliminator lock of the week and then you're out in the first week. I who would do that? That's retarded. Only That's... person worse than the person who did that was Tyler McGuire, who forgot to pick and then made sure to email me, by the way. The Jets were my pick, and then they proceeded to lose on Monday night anyway. <laughs> so he could have waited till after all the games and told me a, a pick of a team that won, but he was honest, and I, I applaud him for that. So yeah. Pittsburgh at Tennessee, what did you have as your guess for the line? Uh, Pittsburgh at Tennessee, I had uh, Tennessee by seven and a half. Uh, at home, uh, I know they played Oakland last week. Um, you know, coming across country, uh, Tennessee was actually my my favorite pick of the week. So we uh, have a matchup of our favorite picks. But yeah, I really I really liked Tennessee played. Um, you know, they beat a team that they should beat, and they beat them convincingly at home. Um, it'll be interesting to see how good of a win it actually was. If if Oakland ends up being a team like some people think that it might get six or seven wins this year, then it's going to be a better win than it looks. Or it could be the uh, you know three and thirteen Oakland team everyone knows. Um, but I, I, I you know I figure at home here they're going to be favored by a lot. Pittsburgh's got Dennis Dixon on on the road, uh, so I went seven and a half here. 
I went a lot lower. I thought there'd be some Pittsburgh like backlash after making them home dogs. Uh, even though Dennis Dixon didn't play great, he was okay, and the defense played ex- extremely well against an Atlanta team who a lot of people like. Yeah. Uh, at least the odds makers do, not necessarily the two of us. So I said Tennessee by four. Uh, but the actual line, uh, and remember everybody, these are the lines that opened up on Tuesday. We both wrote yeah. down our guesses before we looked, and uh, so things may have changed from now. Uh, but I had it at five and a half on Tuesday night, so uh, yeah. I guess I, I get that one by a half a point. That is dirty. Hey, well, it happens. So uh, no. uh, I guess picking this game, I- I'm going to stick with Pittsburgh. Uh, okay. The reason I'm, I'm going to stick with Pittsburgh, I think this is going to be very similar to the Ravens-Jets game with less penalties and a little bit more points. Mm-hmm. Just that it's going to be very close, a lot of defense. Uh, Pittsburgh is notoriously terrific at stopping the run. Uh, so they're gonna, Vince Young is going to have to throw a little bit. I, I obviously still think Tennessee is probably going to win because of the Dennis Dixon factor. But I think Pittsburgh will keep this one close. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh getting five and a half points. All right. Uh, I like Tennessee in this game, actually. I... Uh... I agree with you about Pittsburgh's run defense, but at the same time, you know, Chris Johnson, he, he can pretty much run in anyone, and you can you can really just shut him down all day, but all he's got to do is break one or two runs, you know? He, he can do that on any time he touches the ball. Yes, um, he can. So, yeah, and, and, you know, at five and a half, if it was the seven and a half line that I picked, I may have gone with Pittsburgh, um, but being less than a touchdown... Um, you know, I think I'm just going to take the home team here. Rookie, uh, basically, he's not a rookie, but basically a, a, an unproven quarterback on the road. Um, I think Tennessee, and, you know, and Pittsburgh had issues running the ball too. I know that Mendenhall broke that run at the end. Yeah, of the but game. again, it's it's a long run. It's deceiving with the statistics. You know, but he he was only average, I think, like three yards a carry before then. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and and well, like you said, obviously any back can do that breakaway type speed, but um, you know, Mendenhall's not exactly known for his wheels. So, um, he's yeah. not bad. No, no, he's not. But you know, he's not Chris Johnson or Jamal Charles. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna take Tennessee here. Um, I'm giving up five and a half points. All right. Uh, next game, uh, another excellent game, another excellent one o'clock game. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to watch the Red Zone this weekend. Um, uh, Miami travels to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Uh, I, I'll hit this one first. Minnesota, disappointing opening loss because they really – the Saints could have been had a little bit. Yeah. Uh, they didn't play as well as they should have. And Miami was very underwhelming uh, playing at Miami. Uh, at Buffalo? At Buffalo, I'm sorry. Uh, very underwhelming. They uh, Defensively, they were fine. They just gave up one bad pass play. But uh, So, and I look at this game, Miami's 1-0, Minnesota's 0-1, desperate team. Uh, at home, home opener. Uh, I like Minnesota. I gave him six points on this one. Oh, really? Damn cheater. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Minnesota here as well. Um, you know, Miami on the road, they, they, their offense is clearly not proven yet. Uh, they're kind of out of sync still. Um, I thought it was going to be a little less uh, just because Minnesota did look pretty sloppy. I, I had the game at five. Um in, in this situation, uh, you know, I, I, I thought that there might be some Miami love. A lot of people are kind of high on them this year uh, as maybe a sleeper in that division. Um, so I took it down a point to five. Yeah, it was six. 
Uh, so I will, I will take my, my on the button on this one. Uh, uh, and I guess to give my pick, I really like the Vikings. Uh, again, a desperate team at home, and Miami did not play well. Henny did not play well. They didn't run the ball well against Buffalo, and the Vikings' defense is better at stopping the run than Buffalo's is. Uh, it's, it kind of stinks for Miami that they got to go two games on the road to start the season, and then I believe they come home to, to face the Jets. Uh, so that's a pretty rough yeah, start they- to the season for them. So if they could pull this game out, that would be a, a huge coup for them. Yeah, they, so, they, uh, sorry. Continue. I just, I just really like I like Minnesota at home getting the six points. I think they win this game by ten. Yeah, that is a brutal schedule for Miami. I, I totally agree with you. For um, Minnesota as well. They have, yeah. a, brutal, have a brutal schedule to start the year. Uh, yeah, you know, in the Dome, um, uh, I, I like the fact that Minnesota did try to control the clock against New Orleans, and they did a decent job of it, actually. Um, I think another week, you know, Favre's had another chance to practice. I think they're going to be a little more in sync on the offensive end. Um, so I give them a chance here. Um, again, it's less than a touchdown, so I think Minnesota's going to take this game. I agree with you on that, for sure. All right, uh, next game we got Arizona at Atlanta. Uh, 1-0 Arizona, 0-1 Atlanta. you got that desperate team here in Atlanta. They definitely don't want to start 0-2. Yeah. Um, so when I was taking a look at this, I, I, you said you mentioned you and I aren't quite as high on Atlanta as it seems like the odds makers. Um, and I, I actually think Arizona, I really like them actually better than than they played against St. Louis. Uh, I, I I don't think they're a disaster. Some people are describing them as a disaster. They're not. I disagree. I mean, Derek Anderson has proven, you know, that he he has it in him at least. You know, with with Braylon Edwards a couple years ago. Um, to, to be productive as a quarterback. And obviously they want to run more, but they have three running backs who are, are, are certainly more than serviceable. Um, so I, I think they're going to be better than people are, are thinking after week one. Um, but I, in this situation, I, I, I kind of took I took Atlanta as only four points, which I realize now is probably a little too low for this situation. I, I just don't have any faith in Atlanta scoring a lot of points. So I, I only put it at four. All right, I put this one at four and a half. And I thought I was too low also. Yeah. Uh, it turned out I was too low because the actual line's Atlanta by seven, which oh, is a gosh. lot of points. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for a team that lost on the road week one and looked completely anemic on offense, Matt Ryan made two really poor decisions, and all he did was throw the ball to Roddy White. Roddy White had like 19 or 20 targets in the game. I think it was actually 23 targets. 23. It was more than that. He caught – I mean, he caught like – 14 or 15 balls, I think, or 13, something like that, which, I mean, it's not a, a terrible percentage to your number one, but well, Matt Ryan yeah. looked looked like a, a rookie locking in on one guy, and, I mean, he made sure Tony Gonzalez got his thousandth catch, and then it was all Roddy White over and over again. Yeah, and, and, you know, Michael Jenkins was out. I think he might be back this week, but, I mean, when the other option is Harry Douglas, which is a great, great name. Correct, if he was in porn. <laughs> oh, I do. Uh, do you ever? Speaking of porn names, do you, do you remember seeing that story about the uh, the guy that killed the other porn star with a sword in uh, in California a couple months ago? Did you see that? I did, I did not. Yeah, he killed. Uh, he actually killed two people, but they're both porn stars. And I kid you not, in the press release, I'm sorry, it's a tangent, but it has to be said. Uh, <laughs> 
the guy, the murderer, his name was Steve Driver. Steve Driver killed Tom Dong, who was Asian. Oh, how convenient. Yes, Tom Dong and Steve Driver. Now, I wonder if Dong was his real name. No, those are are not their names. It was just a calling for him. Yes. Well, my name's Dong, so I may as well. But Tom Dong kind of has an Asian sound to it. Tom Dong? Yeah, he was Asian. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. (laughs) Well, uh, I don't (laughs) think there's any Asians on either of these teams or in the entire NFL anymore now that uh, Kylie Wong's out of the league. Dat Nguyen? Dat Nguyen. Uh, so Atlanta by seven. What do you got? Um, I, I I'm going to take Arizona here, man. I, I really am. I you know they're going to be uh, in the dome. It's kind of familiar ter- territory for them for the most part. I know they have a field that opens up, but um, I, I just didn't have any confidence in Atlanta's offense. And seven is a lot of points. Um, I I just think Arizona is going to keep it close. I think they have a chance to win it, but I don't see this one being a blowout at all. Uh, so I'm take Arizona. Yeah, I see this one as another low-scoring game. Um, you know, Derek Anderson, the underrated thing, like you said, with Braylon Edwards when he had that great season, he's hardly been able to work with Larry Fitzgerald because yes. Fitzgerald was out with a knee injury. So they're only going to get more chemistry. And, I mean, there's worse things you could do in the world than just drop back to pass and throw the ball up to Fitzgerald and let him try to come down with it. It's true. So uh, I also like Arizona in this game. I think seven's way too many points for a team that played as poorly as Atlanta did last week. Normally in this situation, I'd go with the desperate team, mm-hmm. but I think the line is too high because it reflects not just the desperate team, but it reflects the odds makers Atlanta boner. Yeah, it's, so, it's huge. I think that's a little bit too high. I dare uh, I say so it is Steve Driver-esque. It is Steve Driger, Driver Tom Dong-esque. <laughs> Sorry. Tom, it's Dong-esque. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get letters from our, our porn constituents with all our weather West Coast listeners. So yes. Uh, anyway, let's move to the next game with a couple of dongs. Cincinnati hosting Baltimore. This is the murderers versus the dongs. The murderers versus the dongs. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Again, this is interesting because Cincinnati, everyone was just really high on them, and then they just completely got blown out, pretty much. Uh, by New England, and I, I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, Baltimore the, again. Baltimore, who knows how they are? I mean, the Jets' offense was terrible, um, and I really think there's. I, I kind of picking this line. I thought there's going to be a backlash, a bit on Cincinnati, um, but just how terrible they did play, and the fact that Baltimore's defense played well, and, and they managed to squeak it out against a tough Jets defense. Um, I really liked that Bolden was getting, um, you know, working with Flacco a lot. It looked like they had a pretty decent connection. Um, so I actually think Baltimore, I said Baltimore is going to be a, uh, a road favorite here. I, I took Baltimore by two. Yeah, I, I, especially now that I know the line, I follow your logic. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I took a different angle at it. I mean, and I guess I should have seen the, the favoritism towards Baltimore. That a lot of people think they're very good. But I watched that whole Jets game, and they were not impressive to me. They still made a lot of mistakes. Flacco is still a young quarterback who makes terrible decisions yes. a couple times a game. And, yeah, Baltimore improved in the offseason. But Cincinnati improved, too. They got Rivers back. They got Maluga back. They signed T.O. They drafted Gresham. And both teams – so both teams have improved. 
This is a Cincinnati team that went six and zero against the AFC North last year. Well, I so, did. That's a nice stat you got there. So I thought there's no way they wouldn't have them as a favorite. So I put it as low as I could because I I thought there'd be a lot of love for Baltimore. So I put it at Cincinnati by one, and the line is Baltimore by two. Ding ding ding. So congratulations. Ding, ding, ding. First one of the year for you, I believe. Right? Uh, it's my second, actually. Thank oh, you. all right. Yes. Can't can't lose your uh, virginity a second time, man. Yeah. Well, uh, if you're a woman, you can. <laughs> Is that wrong? No. Maybe. Uh, oh God. All right. Uh, what do you? What? I'm gonna pick this game. Uh, I, I, I guess you, I guess you necessarily wouldn't be a woman in that case. But anyway, I'm still gonna pick this game. I'm just ignoring it. <laughs> okay. Cincinnati, good thing we got the explicit tag. That's all I should probably take the podcast off my resume, huh? Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's, it's good when you have a job interview and somebody goes, oh, I searched for your website, but I found you on iTunes. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that's terrific. Oh, great. You didn't listen, did you? <laughs> so uh, Baltimore at Cincy, I really, I like Cincy. Baltimore did not impress me. I am going to go with the desperate team here. Cincinnati cannot start 0-2 against two AFC teams if they have playoff aspirations, which I believe they do. I think they came out and got a little bit shell-shocked last week. Okay. Uh, because I know it was garbage time, but they did play better in the second half. I don't think Palmer's going to throw pick, any pick sixes to rookie linebackers this week. Uh, I, I think that Cincinnati will be able to – not that Carson Palmer is the best quarterback in football, but the weakness of the Ravens, which we discussed last week, is their secondary – and I think the Bengals will at least be able to, a certain extent, put pressure on their secondary mm-hmm. and score some points. So I'm going to take a, a home dog here, and I'm going to take Cincinnati getting the two points. All right. I, I actually took Baltimore here. Um, I like I, – I think I'm higher on Baltimore than you were. Um, I, think yes, Ray, I think Ray Rice is going to pick it up. Um, the fact that Cincinnati's defense was just absolutely abysmal. I mean, Fred Taylor was averaging over five yards a carry against them. Um, so That's just because his right hamstring flung forward about three yards every time he <laughs> Oh, come on. He hasn't been hurt in a little while. He uh, doesn't play enough. Well, since last year. Um, yeah, I, I think that – I don't know. I, I just – I'm not – I'm not sold that Cincinnati just is going to be that team after that, that performance. I mean, it was just terrible. I mean, I know I guess they have to get better. But the um, I, I, it'll be interesting to see if Baltimore, Baltimore played their defense played so intensely against the Jets. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they can kind of get that same intensity against Cincinnati, and, and maybe they can because you know T.O. and Otrocinco and all the trash talking and all that. But uh, I, I think Baltimore. I know they're giving two on the road here, but I, I think it, you know it's less than a field goal, so I, I'm going to take Baltimore. I just I don't think that Cincinnati realized or everybody realized what kind of buzzsaw they were running into last week. New England's a lot better than people think, and they, you know, they went in there and it was more of a disaster than an Audi at an intersection in Boston. So, <laughs> uh, I, I I think Cincinnati's going to do well. But uh, next game here, uh, after four uh, what I think were terrific games at one o'clock, yeah, you come to Kansas City, the Chefs. Traveling to Cleveland to face the shit-stained Browns. <laughs> uh, I, I'll go with this line first. Uh, Kansas City, I watched that Monday night game. I have the luxury of not having to get up for anything in the morning, so I could watch a 10.30 Monday night football game. Yeah. And I watched it, 
and Kansas City won, but a few things about that game. San Diego sucked. Okay, it was pouring rain. The field was a mess. They had a, a ridiculous crowd because it was the renovated stadium and it was their first night football game in six years. Yep. Uh, they scored on a punt. They scored on a ridiculous Jamal Charles run. Matt Castle threw for like 60 yards. Yeah, he's uh, terrible. So I still had to give Cleveland the benefit of the doubt because I don't think Kansas City's that good. Well, I, I think they're okay, but they haven't proven they're that good in terms of betting. So uh, I put this at Cleveland by two. Okay. Um, I kind of went the other way with you on this. Um, I actually agree with pretty much your analysis of the Kansas City game. Um, I, I just thought that, you know, um, Kansas City seemed like a, a, another hot sleeper on people's radars. Um, and, and being San Diego, I thought maybe um, you'd start seeing some more money in KC. So I actually had Kansas City as a road favorite in Cleveland um, by a point and a half. On this one, it's low, yeah. but the actual line was Cleveland by two. So, well, there you go. Was that a was, that, was that a winner for you again? That's an that's a winner. Oh, like an exact winner? That's an exact winner. Wow. Yeah, I I guess I got the reasoning right here. Uh, and if I'm picking this game, I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Uh, I think KC getting away from home, Cleveland at home. I, this is probably the only game that they'll care about you know the, give them a little hope cleveland could pull one out i don't yeah. know if the loam's gonna play but i don't really care uh i think they might be better off with seneca wallace in this game because cincinnati uh cleveland blitzed the crap out of phil rivers who was mm-hmm. a petulant little bitch by the way oh. i don't know if you saw the the game but i mean there's there's being an asshole they're showing up your players and then there's philip rivers I mean, it was loud there. It was wet. He didn't get the snap from his center, and he threw the ball down and kicked it. Like, you know. Yeah, he's um, he's a little bit of a bitch. I'll give you yeah. that. Yeah, he is. So, anyway, I'm going to take Cleveland. Uh, I think two teams both kind of stink. Cleveland's at home. Two points is less than a field goal. So, I'll take Cleveland. Yeah, I, I'm actually taking Cleveland here too, Brian. Um, I... I pretty much agree a lot with what you said. I'm really not sold on KC at all. Um, I think Cleveland played decently. I, I, you know, they're at home, first home game of the year, uh, and it's a it's a very small spread at home. I'm just going to take Cleveland. I agree with you. I just I, I don't see Kansas City winning this game. I like it. Yeah. What do we got next on the slate? Next on the slate is Chicago at Dallas. Another something I would consider a good game after that. Little chefs versus shit stain hiccup. <laughs> uh, yeah, I looking at this game. You know, Dallas had they had a lot of high profile mistakes um, in their game against Redskins, and that's putting it lightly, obviously. Um, but I really think that they that they're you know they're going to be okay. And Chicago, they won. Um, they they you know played pretty well. But, you know, it's Dallas. Dallas gets lots of points. Um, so I put this at seven, which I still feel like I, I, I don't know if that's going to be too low or not. I definitely don't think it's going to be too high. But um, I know maybe there's a little backlash on Dallas just about how terrible they actually played. So I'm, I'm giving it a touchdown at home. Yeah, I put this one higher. Uh, I feel that I felt that Dallas would get all the money 
and they they'd get their traditional Dallas money, and they'd get the lost their first game money. You know, last year playoff team never gonna. You know, there's no way you could start zero and two. Totally desperate. Yeah. And Chicago was unimpressive. I mean, Chicago was at home against a, a Detroit team, which not many people think favorably. They knocked out their quarterback for the entire second half. Yep. Uh, and they only beat him by one point on a terrible call. Well, the correct call, but a terrible rule, uh, which can be debated at a, at a later time. But So I gave Dallas eight and a half points. Oh, uh, you would. And it, it was Dallas by nine and a half. Nice. Which is... Uh, we must have looked at different times. I had nine, but we'll make the official nine and a half. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I, okay. I really... Uh, you, you could pick this one first. Uh, I, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I struggled. I struggled with this pick. I definitely struggled with this I pick. I did too. I actually struggled with a lot of picks this week. It was just really hard to pick some of these games. I, I agree. A lot of these are very difficult. There's a lot of small lines, too. Well, yeah, it's just a lot of crappy teams that you still don't know just how crappy they actually are. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to take Dallas in this game. Um, at 8.5, I, I know... I mean, sorry. 9.5. Um, 9.5. Sorry. 8.5. I thought you got one on the button again. Um, it, it, it's a lot of points, but I... I don't know. There's something about Jake Cutler. He had a good game. He had a pretty good game in Detroit, and I just I just see a three picks, two fumbles uh, type of situation coming up here um, in this game. And Dallas at home for a lot of the reasons you said already. Um, you know, just about um, second game. You know, a, a playoff favorite. You know, possibly going 0-2. I, I just think Dallas is going to put together a nice game here, and they're going to win this by at least 10 points. I'll tell you, Jay Cutler is the only reason I would pick Dallas in this game. Uh, Dallas looked like crap at Washington. Their offensive looked like crap all preseason. Uh, and I don't think that Washington has a great offense. So, yeah, you could say Dallas played, defense played really well. They let up three points to the Redskins. But that's a new offense. Uh, I, I, uh, Dallas is a good defense. I, yeah. I, can't, I can't argue with that. No. But I just think nine and a half points is way too much for a team that has been so inconsistent since training camp began. Uh, the Bears are coming off a win, an unimpressive one, but a win nonetheless. I thought their defense played really well against Detroit. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to take Chicago. I just think nine and a half is a lot of points for uh, a a, te- a Chicago team, which isn't that bad. Will you back that up by starting Jay Cutler in fantasy this week? I will not. I will not be starting Jay Cutler in fantasy this week. Why not? Although I, I don't know. I may. He may be get garbage ones. I, I just, I do see him getting eaten alive by that defense, but I don't see Dallas putting up a ton of points. Right. I agree. Cutler's going to have one fumble and probably, I can see him having two touchdowns and two picks. Whatever he does in touchdowns, he'll get in picks. Okay. That, that's the way I look at <laughs> I think that's kind of weak, but that's just me. Uh, maybe I'll start him. We'll see. Uh, I, We'll get to my second fantasy <laughs> later. You'll see why I might not start him. Uh, so the next game we have uh, the 0-1 Eagles. How sad it is. Traveling to Detroit to play the 0-1 Lions. All right, what do you got for this? Uh, I had it as Philly by five. Uh, I felt that th- this was a tough line because you didn't know Vicar Cobb and would it matter Vicar Cobb? And for the Lions, Sean Hill, how is that going to change? They played very well on the road last week. 
against Chicago. So I had it as Philadelphia by five, kind of that no man's land. Not going to put it down to a field goal, but not going to put it up to a touchdown. All right. Yeah, I, I had this a little lower, actually. Um, I, I, you know, I, I don't see a huge difference. I mean, currently right now between a Sean Hill and Matt Stafford, um, you know, Sean Hill pre- showed that he's at least serviceable uh, with the 49ers. And I don't know, Philly suffered a lot of injuries last week. They're not going to have their starting middle linebacker this week. Anybody uh, that gets overtaken by Alex Smith is not serviceable. Sean Hill is not serviceable. Okay, well maybe not, but I maybe by his wife. That's well, maybe it. I, maybe if or maybe I'll get this line <laughs> wrong, then I don't know. Or maybe Alex Smith's tiny hands could service him too. That's very true. <laughs> um, you know, Philly's missing a lot of important pieces this week. Uh, it sounds like Vic's going to be starting. Um, so I, I I put this at uh, Philly by two and a half. Um, I I don't know. I just think it was going to be a little closer. You know, being the road team and all, but. Um, yeah, so I think it's going to be a little closer than that, to tell you the yeah. truth. Uh, I got it at Philly at four and a half. Oh. So. Getting killed here. Yeah, and if I'm picking this one, I'd like the Eagles. Yeah? Uh, yeah, well, I do. Well, you are picking this game, so I hope so. I am. Uh, they're both 0-1. I think Vic will give <laughs> the Eagles a spark, and I think he'll create problems for Detroit. Um, that's pretty much... The only way I could sum it up, I don't like Sean Hill, and I think the Eagles' defense is going to give him problems. Uh, although I think Sean Hill actually played well against the Eagles last year on the road. So I thought I thought he wasn't serviceable. He's not. Neither are the Eagles. Uh, but I, I like I like Philly in this game. I think they're going to win this one by a touchdown. I think Detroit's kind of depressed, just in general, but now they're extra depressed with Stafford out and with the way that the game was ripped from them last week. So I think they might come out a little bit flat. All right. Yeah, I uh, I agree with you. Um, I think Philadelphia, whether it's Vic or Cobb, it sounds like it's going to be Vic. Um, <clears throat> I think the team just has too many weapons on offense um, to you know have Detroit really handle them. And um, I agree. I think it's going to be at least a touchdown, if not, if not more. Um, for Philadelphia, I, I just uh, I, I don't know. I think Detroit's got to be a bit demoralized after what happened last week and the staff exactly. with Stafford being out. Um, it, it'd be tough to see them in this in this game, um, you know, winning much less. Well, keep I, I I think with Stafford healthy, there was like there could be this uh, like groundswell among the team and among the fans. Like you know, if Stafford yeah. matures, we could make the playoffs. But now they're kind of probably just writing off this year already. And yep. saying, "All right, well, let's wait till Stafford gets back. Let him play a really good second half of the season, and we'll look forward to 2011." Which is sad after Week One, especially when they should have gotten a, a W. But no, uh, just put put Sue at quarterback. Yeah. Well, here's the last game of Part One of the podcast: uh, the Buffalo Bills, Ooh. circling the wagons all the way to Lambeau Field to play the Packers. Yeah, I. Uh... Obviously, this was going to be a, a big line here. Um, Green Bay, you know, one on the road in Philadelphia. I'll bet they tried to give it up at the end there. Uh, Buffalo at home got beat, not soundly, and uh, actually would have covered if not for a late uh, safety by Miami. Um, Do you know how they got that safety, by the way? Uh, in what way? What do you mean? I mean, how I, the, what the safety was? They they got the running back, right? No. No. What happened was. 
Miami had a chance to ice the game on third down from about the 50. Henny got sacked. Their punter, so they had to punt the ball on fourth down. Yeah. They nailed him in at the one-yard line, inside the one-yard line. Yeah, I know that. So Buffalo, what they decided to do on fourth down after they couldn't move the ball, mm. they had their center snap it out of the back of the end zone on the punt. So they took the safety intentionally. Wasn't that the end so, of the game? Right. So that's how they got the safety. But it wasn't the end of the game. So what you could do is do the onside kick on the free kick for the safety. Yeah. They figured it's fourth. What, what's better? Fourth down at the one. Are we going to drive 99 yards? Or let's get our kickoff down five from the 20, do the onside kick, try to get the ball to 30 to 35. So uh, could you imagine if you had money on that game, if you had money on Buffalo and they intentionally took a safety to lose the, the line for you? Yeah, well, we know Buffalo's not cheating. <laughs> no, one's, so, uh, no one's cooking the books there. What, what do you have in this one, Buffalo Green Bay? I, I, that was actually a shrewd move. I've, Parcells had done that uh, a couple times in the yeah. early days. Um, I had this quick um, Green Bay by 13. That's exactly what I had. Oh, you bitch. And we both should have gone higher. Apparently. It's Green Bay by 14, Oof. which is a lot of points, but I think I'm going to take them. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers, home, home opener. I just, I mean, Buffalo's defense is okay, but are they going to score? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, maybe I'm, Spiller could break one or something, but yeah, he I looked mean, bad. I feel like a lot of people are looking at this game as like a 44 17 kind of game. I look at this as like a 31 3 kind of thing. Yeah. 24 nothing. I just, I do not see Buffalo doing anything on the road in Green Bay. How yeah. about you? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think they had to. I, I'm sure when they first did this, they probably put it like 13 and a half or 13. They're like, wait a second. It's got to be at least two touchdowns. Right. Um, because I think it's an absolute no-brainer if it's less than 14. I still think it is now. But, uh, the, the, you know, when you get to that 14 number, it's a little more daunting. She's like, ah, it's kind of annoying. They, uh, are, uh, they are ripe for a teaser this week. Take six points off that line. Oh, it'd be beautiful to have Green Bay only favored by eight points against Buffalo at home. Yeah, yes, this is true. Um, yeah, so I'm taking Green Bay as well. I, I, I don't know how you can write mine. You could take Buffalo here. Uh, you can't. You really can't. So uh, that'll do it for part one of the uh, NY Balls Week Two Lines podcast. Please sh- be sure to turn in for p- tune in for part two. We will pick the rest of the games. Sexy.